Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Hebrews. Today is episode 866, and we're looking at Hebrews chapter 2, verses 5 through 9. Let's read the passage. For he has not subjected to angels the world to come that we are talking about. But someone somewhere has testified, What is man that you remember him? or the Son of Man, that you care for him. You made him lower than the angels for a short time. You crowned him with glory and honor, and subjected everything under his feet. For in subjecting everything to him, he left nothing that was not subject to him. As it is, we do not yet see everything subjected to him, but we do see Jesus, made lower than the angels for a short time, so that by God's grace he might taste death for everyone crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death. This is the book of Hebrews. It's a letter or sermon addressed to Jewish Christians who are starting to feel persecution because of their Christianity in the Roman Empire. And they're tempted to fall back into Judaism, which is tolerated by the Roman Empire. And the writer Hebrews is basically imploring them, exhorting them, no, don't abandon Christianity. It's your only hope. And so he began with this idea that Christ is superior to angels. Angels were a big deal to the Jewish people in the first century. The angels were thought to be involved with an awful lot of things and were very impressive supernatural creatures. But he presents Jesus here as superior to the angels. So he's continuing the discussion about angels. And in verse 5, he says, For he has not subjected to angels the world to come that we are talking about. Well, what's the world to come? The world which is ruled by Christ. Christ who has ascended to the right hand of the Father and now is in this position of king, king over this kingdom, the world to come. And angels are not in charge of that. Well, okay, so what? Who would have thought they were? Well, understanding the role of angels in that time period, at least their understanding of that time period, was that angels had a special place, particularly in ruling the world. In the Septuagint version, that's the Greek version of the Old Testament, uh, Deuteronomy 32 verse 8 says, When the Most High gave to the nations their inheritance, when he separated the children of men, he set the bounds of the peoples according to the number of the angels of God. Now, if you look in your Old Testament at Deuteronomy 32.8, it'll say according to the number of the people of Israel. But the Septuagint's got a little different there. It's according to the number of the angels of God. And this was the thought that the, the divisions of people on earth had something to do with the angels available for oversight of those regions because angels had this oversight. If you look back in Daniel, in chapter 10, Daniel's being told that the speaker's going to have to go do battle with the prince of Persia, and it seemed to be some kind of angelic being. Then, the do battle with the prince of Greece, who is another angelic being. And he presents Michael, the great prince, as the angel with oversight over Israel. 
So we see there in the book of Daniel this idea of angels having oversight over specific regions on the earth. And angels have authority in this world. However, in this world to come, it's going to be different. There's not angelic authority. It's directly under Christ's authority. And Christ is superior to the angels. So that's why verse 5 is there. This world to come we're talking about is not subjected to angels. In verse 6, he, he begins with, Someone somewhere has testified. And then he quotes Psalm 8, verses 4 through 6. But Paul says, somewhere, somewhere, somebody has testified? Doesn't he know who said this? Well, yeah, he does, but that's not important. His view of the Old Testament is that the Old Testament is the Word of God. So rather than say, well, in Psalm 8, verses 4 through 6, it says, what he's saying here is the Word of God says. So someone somewhere testified. He knows it's Psalm 8. But the important thing is it's from the Word of God. So it's not that he doesn't know. It's just the way he refers to it. Then he has this quote from Psalm 8, verses 4 through 6. What is man that you remember him? or the Son of Man, that you care for him. You made him lower than the angels for a short time. You crowned him with glory and honor, and subjected everything under his feet. Now, if we think back to the psalmist, what was the psalmist thinking about? He was thinking about how God cares for people, that people are, are not that big in God's eyes, but God still cares about people, and God has given people great authority on earth. In fact, he's probably looking back to Genesis 1, 26, where we read, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. They will rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl the earth. So this is where we see the idea of God created people and gave them dominion over the earth. That is authority over the earth. But our author of Hebrews here is taking it beyond that. That's where Saul Mates looking back to creation, the original Adam given authority over earth. And now he's applying that to Jesus, who we sometimes call the last Adam. Adam, the representative of the human race, but also representative of the fall of the human race. Jesus, representative of the redemption of the human race, the last Adam, and he applies this Psalm 8 to Jesus, the last Adam, as the head of the new creation in the world to come. So, verse 7, you made him lower than the angels for a short time. You crowned him with glory and honor and subjected everything under his feet. So, he's saying, Jesus is superior to the angels, but while he was a living person on the earth, the Father had made him actually lower than the angels for that period of time that he was in his humanity on the earth. Then the second part of verse 8, he says, For in subjecting everything to him, left nothing that is not subject to him. So he's just saying the point there. Everything's been subjected to him. You know, that's everything. That means there's nothing that's not under his authority. He continues, as it is, we do not yet see everything subjected to him, 
in verse 9, but we do see Jesus. So we don't necessarily see everything subjected to Jesus or see everything that there is, but we do see Jesus. And he reiterates this point, made lower than the angels for a short time, so that by God's grace he might taste death for everyone, crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death. So Jesus was made lower than the angels for a period of time during his incarnation on earth. And the whole purpose for that was so that he could die that substitutionary death for everyone else, that he could take the penalty of sin on himself, and he had to be made lower than the angels in order to do that. But because he did, he's now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death. So all this is, is back to this idea of he's superior to the angels. Angels have great authority over earth. They don't have that authority in the new creation, the new world, the new age under Christ. It's directly under Christ, not under angels. And that even though in his humanity, in his incarnation, he may have been lower than the angels, that was very purposeful. It was just for a brief period of time. Now he is superior to the angels and crowned the head of the kingdom, which is under his authority because of his obedience. All this is just back to the idea that, so you would give all this up to go back to Judaism, just so you're not going to be picked on by the Roman Empire. What are you actually giving up? You're, you're giving up part of the, being part of this new kingdom, ruled directly by Jesus Christ, who is superior to the angels. You're going to go on and talk about all these other things that they would be looking to as their authorities under Judaism, but Christ is superior to that. So don't give up the greater to go to the lesser just to avoid some trouble on earth. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Hebrews.